0: This is the Authentic Sex Podcast, real-life conversations about sex, pleasure and relationships. I'm your host, Juliette Allen. Welcome to episode 94 of the Authentic Sex Podcast. My name is Juliette. I'm a sexologist and sex and relationship coach. And today we're talking about a teenager's guide to sex. Before we begin, this episode is sponsored by the Juliet Pleasure Wand. The Juliet is a premium crystal pleasure wand designed to heighten your sexual energy, increase self-love and self-pleasure, and expand your orgasmic experiences. You can read more and purchase your own crystal pleasure wand by visiting my website, www.juliet-allen.com. Today I'm joined by Winter, Jade Isley. Winter's been on the podcast before and we are speaking about a teenager's guide to sex. So this episode is specifically aimed at teenagers, um, young people who are wanting to learn more about sex, who are perhaps curious about sex, first time sex or teenagers who are already sexually active. So, um, yeah, we're... Definitely tailoring it for young people. So and but I also feel it would be really cool for um, parents to listen to mm-hmm. and educators too. Mm. So, and and those who missed out on this
1: information. Sometimes I think that we've got some catching up to do in some of the basics. Even as adults, mm-hmm. we didn't get this basic information when we were teens. Mm. I'd also like to add that if anyone out there has questions or wants has like we would be open to. Um, having a frequently asked questions, maybe podcast if we get some responses. So, if there's anything that's missing, mm. I'd love to offer that too.
0: Yeah, yeah. For the young people listening, yeah, if you do have questions, feel free to email me or find me on instagram and inbox me and then we could do a and a that's a great idea mm. so winter um before we begin going into the content what um just tell the people listening mm. a, a little bit about what you're doing in the world so mm. there's context
1: yeah so i'm a um i'm a workshop facilitator and i, I do one on one sessions with clients um and i travel the world bringing work in in relation to sexuality magic and ritual mm. so a lot of my work is definitely around um, <clears throat> deeper connection to our sexual expression, authenticity, and um, yeah, living magical lives. So it's very rich and varied work. But um, um, yeah, it's 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 about empowerment and um, and connection with self more importantly Mm. you can find me um we can talk about that later but yeah you can be contacted on my website is www.thesexwitch.com.au um yeah i'm available for sessions or you can come and find me at some of my workshops or events Mm. Mm.
0: great thanks winter so um let's start with what what is sex Mm. what what is what is sex is it penis and vagina is it is it oral sex like what is sex because i feel like in our culture there's like definitely um this expectation that sex is penis in vagina and mm. that's what losing your virginity quote unquote is mm. um but i think it'd be good to start with yeah defining or undefining totally sex yeah I-, mm. I
1: think for me i i would say that um when I was a teenager, sex was seen as genitals only—so genitals mm-hmm. in mouth or genitals in body—and mm-hmm. actually, it's not sex. Sex and sexuality is so broad, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like, it actually goes beyond even just our genitals. We can have sexual experiences with people that involve all parts of the body. Mm-hmm. That can involve actually even breathing together in arousal without actually even having parts of our body, you know, be inside each other or necessarily touching. So mm-hmm. I think that um. Um yeah, sex, sex can be uh, like many, many things. Um, mm. Yeah, I'd love to hear what you feel about that too.
0: Yeah, I think sex, um, sex can just be kissing. If yeah. there's sexual energy running in our bodies, mm. then sex, if we're kissing, that's bringing sexual energy into the space. Yeah. So um, yeah. I like to think of it more um, zooming out rather than honing in on this, on it being having to be penetrative, which means mm. something's mm. going into mm. a hole, whether it's a vagina or mouth or anus. Mm. Um, thinking of it more like, well, when we're sharing sexual energy, that it is still sexual. Mm. So, mm. and and also um, being inclusive of same sex attractions yeah. and um, women mm. being with <clears throat> yeah, women being with women and men being with men. That's mm. sexual too. Mm. So mm. we all have our own definitions of what sex mm. is, and so I'd love to then talk about
1: if if we're broadening broadening the idea of what sex is. then so when we talk about sexual energy, what would that feel like in the body? What mm. do you think that like for, like what's your experience of that, and and how is that different from say, you know, kissing your mum, goodbye. You know, to go to, like, what's the... Like, I'd love to unpack that a bit, too.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, my experience of sexual energy is that often there's a physical arousal in my body. So Mm. I have responses that can be my heart can pulse a little bit faster. Mm -hmm. Um, I can feel blood in my body, like the, 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 like the blood coming to my face, my Yoni, my pussy gets aroused. So I get a pulse in my genitals. Yeah. Um, and I can often get, um, you know, lubrication so I can get wet there. Mm -hmm. Um, my breath, like my, I feel like my breath, um, gets like some, my, as my heart, Beats faster. My breath, my I can feel my breaths faster. I'm breathing more quickly. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some signs that, that there's a there's a beautiful attraction happening, or yeah. you're you're being aroused in the body. Mm. I'd love to know, and yeah, if you have any similar experience, of what yeah. you experience as sexual in your body,
0: everything that you said basically, yeah, yeah, just like feeling my body come alive in a way. It's yeah. like a it's like it's there's like energy tingling mm. and and like a a um for me it's often like a really deep feeling in my womb mm. space as a woman like like a like a strong pulsing feeling yes mm. yeah i think everybody experiences um turn on and feeling you know sexually aroused by others or by other well, it doesn't have to be another human but mm. by visuals in different ways so mm. just because we're saying this mm. i just want people listening and the the teenagers listening to know that we're all very unique in how we feel mm. sexual energy mm. so just because one person's saying that this happens it might not happen to you and that's okay yes. there's no rights and wrongs yes and it's actually a good point to note that sometimes that doesn't always feel good in the body,
1: depending on an experience that someone's had in their life. So maybe mm-hmm. they've had an experience where they've encountered sexuality in a way that's not been supportive or loving or safe. So mm-hmm. sometimes those energies that come in the body that are sexual can may not feel good too. So it's I think it's important to like note that it doesn't always feel good for everyone either. Mm-hmm. But actually it's a good point to come to, which is um, really following what does feel good when it comes to sexuality and engaging with others Mm, mm -hmm. and really and and this is something we spoke about today when we were preparing for this talk which was how do we if we want to engage someone sexually Mm. how do we know what feels right in our body
0: yeah Mm. yeah Mm. because a lot can happen in our head and there can be like all these different stories running in our head so that little voice inside our head is saying oh, but I like him and my friend said that he'd be, you know, a good guy to have sex with, mm. so I should do that. Or, you know, my my parents said, this, don't do it. So mm. now, I don't know, I feel this pull towards this person, but there's like so much mm. that our head can do, but it's really, really important that we check in with our body too. Yeah. And don't just let our head run the show. Yeah, yeah. And so- I,
1: Actually, you mentioned something really important, which was, not only are we checking with the body that you know our body's feeling aroused, that we feel that beautiful life energy in our body, which is mm. what you just described, but also that we, our heart feels like a yes. I'd mm. love to talk for you to talk about that because you shared that with me earlier.
0: Mm. What a
1: yes in, in the heart might feel like, or what that, would, mm. how that might look like.
0: Yeah. So naturally, just backtracking. Mm. Naturally, when we feel sexually turned on and drawn to somebody else or we're considering maybe engaging sexually with somebody else we can just feel like this really big turn on in our penis or vagina Mm -hmm. or whatever you want to call it pussy, yoni, penis dick, cock all these different names Um, so we we can feel like a really strong pull in our sex centre but then we're not really thinking about our heart so there's Mm. like for me, when I have a heart connection, it's it's hard to explain, but it's like mm. this beautiful, um, warm mm. um, pull towards someone mm. from my heart space, which mm. is our heart space is in between our breasts. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So um, mm. what
1: would you say to that? Mm. It's a hard one to explain it is. for me. I think that um, I, I like that. I think that there is a something you can tune into there I also think there's emotions you might feel too which is one of them for me is safe mm. so when my heart feels online I feel safe with that person and yes. I might feel still a little bit scared and nervous mm-hmm. but something deeper in me feels rested yeah that I feel relaxed actually that's a big one that we feel relaxed yeah and safe mm. and that you feel love. Mm. And so love doesn't have to be that you're in a relationship or you've, you know, there's a deep partnership or something deep, but that actually that you're seen and respected. Love Mm. is like a deep sense of being respected and seen. Mm. And so for me, if those things are there, then I can know my heart's online,
0: Mm. you know,
1: and then I know that if I was to say no to somebody Mm. and when there's love there, that would be okay yes Do you know so when i'm not saying if i say no and that's not okay then that to me that there's not the love isn't present yes because love accepts me as i am
0: mm, so beautiful. that's another
1: one feeling accepted as you are yeah. would be an indication that your heart feels safe
0: yes yeah. definitely and respected and having respect for that other person i feel is really important mm-hmm. and i love how you say um when we say no, we feel like that will be received and, and res- that our decision or our choice will be respected. And I feel yeah. like that's a really good one. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about like yeses and noes. Yes. Because um, there's always going to be times for, for those young people listening, there's going to be times in your life where you don't feel like sex mm-hmm. and that's okay. And then there's going to be other times where you really do and that's okay too. Mm-hmm. And um, it's really important to be able to n- say no mm. when you're not feeling mm. a yes in your body and mm-hmm. your heart. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. It's mm. so essential. And actually, when you say no, it's a gift to the other person too. Yes. Because you're being authentic. So mm. that it, it would, you know, can you imagine being sexual with someone and mm. they, they didn't tell you, but they don't really want to be. Mm. So you're there you know, in your experience and they're not really there in their experience. So it's actually a gift to say no for both people.
0: Yes. Even
1: if there could be a little bit of disappointment, that's okay. Mm -hmm. And I also want to highlight that a maybe is a no. So unless it's a full, yes, Mm -hmm. you have the right to say no and that's respectful for you and them. Yeah. It's both. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Maybe definitely defaults to a no. Yes. So if you're with a, with a, um, somebody who you're wanting to have sex with or who you're engaging with sexually at the moment and you say you know let's have sex tonight and they're like mm, no, I don't know mm. that's a no that's in that a moment no. that's a no mm. and that's okay mm. yeah absolutely and I also want
1: to then say that receiving a no is also a gift mm. so to receive a no it's not personal when someone says you know you're, you're, you might be wanting to engage them and they don't want to mm-hmm. that's the, the best way to respond to that really is to not see it as anything to do with you mm-hmm. but right th- right then in that moment it's not a clear yes for them for whatever reason mm-hmm. and then just to say thank you yeah you know like to actually to have gratitude that they're being authentic and honest so I think that's so hard because I remember when I was a teenager, I felt nervous about everything sometimes mm-hmm. and a bit insecure and not quite sure of myself. Yeah. And so when I would receive a no, I would take it as a rejection. Yeah. And I think it's important to remember that nothing's personal. It's not a rejection. Mm. It's just um, someone being authentic. And that's what we all want ultimately. Yeah. You know? Definitely. Mm. Yeah. Mm.
0: And, and back to the heart, when we have that, that heart connection and we feel love... Um, I think you mentioned this, but I just want to reiterate: when we say love, it doesn't mean that you're now in love with this person mm. and suddenly you're going to get married and have kids with them. No. Which I used to think that, I used to think yeah. that love meant we now have to be in a relationship and we are going to be together forever, and yes. that's love. Yes. Um, but that's not the case. There can still be like deep love for somebody mm. and love present.
1: Mm-hmm. We
0: are love, just and engage in that way sexually, it doesn't mean yes. that anything other than like that, there's a heart connection there. Yes,
1: exactly. So that's it, identifying that love is everywhere and it's mm-hmm. not necessarily connected to a, an idea of relationship. Mm-hmm. I love the ocean. Mm-hmm. I love chocolate cake. <laughs> you know, I love that there's things we genuinely love. We love, mm-hmm. you know, we might love family members. We like, so it's the same thread of love. It doesn't mean anything in particular, but it just means that there's an inherent, respect and um yeah a a deep presence being deeply present with each other and really seeing each other as Mm. we truly are so to me that's what love is it doesn't have to mean anything but Mm. yeah Mm. i also feel to say that um that um saying no doesn't mean that it won't be a yes later
0: Mm-hmm. You know, saying yeah. no
1: now, I think that's really important. I know that when I was a teenager, I felt a lot of pressure that if I said no now, it means that it's a no forever. Mm. But actually it's not. And so if we give ourselves permission to each moment be true to what our heart and our body says, yeah, then we respond to our heart and body, not our head, which is like you should or you shouldn't. Mm. Then we know that each moment could be different, mm-hmm. and actually that's okay. So mm-hmm. my no now could be a yes later. Yeah. So to respond to something with a no could be like right now – it's a no, yeah. but it could be a yes at another time. Yeah. So it's keeping the door open to the possibility, but um, it doesn't have to be black and white,
0: mm. you know, yeah.
1: that, that we, we to stay open to what your body and your heart says moment to moment. Really. Yeah,
0: definitely. Mm. What would you say to um, the young people listening who uh, haven't... Um, had any type of sex sex with anyone mm. yet and they're wondering like how do i know when will be the right time mm. Mm. it's so that's a really curious
1: place isn't it um mm. i feel like i want to say there isn't a right time
0: mm.
1: i think i would encourage young people to be brave and honest mm. you know and and it's so difficult to be vulnerable but actually i feel it's really important to if you're feeling attraction to someone, so if you're, you know, you notice that your body and your heart is responding to them, mm. um, and maybe you feel that they're responding back to you. So it's important to to see if you can notice that there is a response to some, you're picking up on some response. Mm. But having the, um, just having a conversation, mm. I think, is the first thing, you know, mm. and actually it could be like you know, being, being, being honest around that maybe you have a desire and you'd like to connect, you know, and it could start with like, I'd love to hang out with you after school Mm. and go and get a, you know, a a coffee or a drink or Mm. like, you know, so actually for me, I would suggest just being brave in leaning in to the connection, Mm. not making assumptions around what that might mean. Yes. But just. Uh, you know, trying to be as authentic as possible. Mm. So if you, if you actually want to explore a sexual connection with someone and you, 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 feel, I want to explore that, then being really honest. Yeah. I'd like, I'd feel nervous, but I'd like to feel nervous saying this, but I'd love to maybe explore this with you.
0: Mm. You know,
1: mm. I know that's really tricky to takes, say. Yeah. It takes so much courage, but uh, it's really beautiful and such a powerful practice to be really authentic and actually mm. being okay with your desires yeah. and what you feel. And the more we can come forward and be vulnerable, the safer we feel in connections. Mm. You know, yeah. we can really inc- increase our sense of safety if we're being real. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Mm. What yeah. do you? What would you answer to that question?
0: Um, I would say um, that. when's the right time well just before you have sex for the first time just making sure that there is respect there with Mm. whoever you're going to choose to share that with and know Mm. that it's actually really sacred sex is really sacred and that Mm. we are um merging energies together and that that's a beautiful thing and Mm. so if we can choose someone for our first time who is like, feels like a friend first. I I would say who's Mm. someone who feels like we trust them. Mm. We feel like we respect them and they respect us. And we feel they're an awesome person. Like they're fun to be around. Mm. And I feel like, um, my rule as an adult is, um, before I sleep with someone, especially in my twenties was, um, would I want to, would I feel happy waking up next to them? Mm. And, um, do I feel inspired by them? Mm. That always gave me my mm. answer pretty quick. Mm. Like so yeah, mm. um just thinking forward is it somebody who you would yeah, you know, still feel respected by and loved mm. by afterwards. Mm. Yeah, that's so
1: really beautiful. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I also feel that um that where possible if if you can have those conversations before Mm. anything happens. Mm -hmm. Do you know, often I know that when I was a teenager and a lot of my friends, we would be sexual with each other or, you know, we'd have boyfriends and we, but it was never spoken about. Mm -hmm. So things kind of just happened Mm -hmm. without consciousness and, and necessarily conversations. And so to be brave enough to have some of the conversations of, Hey, I like you, or I'd like to explore this or, Mm. you know, um, you know, would you be interested to connect in this way, those conversations are so, um, powerful Mm. to bring, um, to bring you in connection with your body and heart. So, you know, what feels true as opposed to just letting it happen, Mm. you know, so where possible bringing consciousness to an awareness to what you'd like to
0: experience. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, another thing I want to mention is, I know there's a lot of pressure on young people to have sex yeah. and to lose their virginity, quote, unquote. So I feel like um, it's really important to, to feel into what feels right for you, not what feels right for the friendship group or for your best friend or for what your friends are saying they think you should do um, or, you know, the boys at school or, or if you're a guy and all the boys are like, yeah, you should, you know, she's, yeah. she's this, she's that. It's like... Don't rush into anything. Take time yes. to really, like, just have time by yourself. And it feel like, does this feel like the right choice to make? Yeah. Um, which can be hard when you've got all your friends yeah. pressuring you or telling you what they think you should do. Yeah. Um, I feel like as a young person myself, I was somehow... Um, didn't feel pressured, mm. so and I just waited for the right just the right person to come along yeah. to share that with, and yeah. so that's my wish for mm. the young people listening: is that yeah. they don't just do it for the sake of doing it because mm, to get it done, so they're yeah. not a virgin anymore. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. yeah,
1: it's a good life practice too. So to to start practicing that now to be true and authentic to you, yeah, and and make choices that feel they're from you not from society or people around you mm-hmm. who want you you know to, to fit in you need to do that I think mm. it's really valuable to start practicing being true to what is what you feel yeah yeah and also to go slow I think that mm. there's no rush for anything and mm. if if you feel a connection with somebody, And you don't feel though you want to have sex right now, but you feel like if I don't say yes, they'll go away. Then that's not the connection to have sex with, is Mm -hmm. it? You know, so to trust that if you don't feel it right now, and it's meant to, you're meant to still connect with that person. It'll still be there in a week. Yeah. Not to feel like it's dependent. Your your yes or no to engaging sexually is going to change the relationship. I think. And if it does, then that's not the right relationship. So to really yeah. just take your time and mm-hmm. go as slow as you feel comfortable, so you're present and aware of your body, mm-hmm. and you're not doing things that don't feel good later. Yeah, you know. And I also yeah. want to just add: sometimes you're going to, as teenagers, maybe you might do things that don't feel good later.
0: Yeah. And
1: not to be hard on yourself if you make choices that mm-hmm. that don't feel good, but to learn from them mm-hmm. to be able to go, okay, that didn't feel good. I, I what. What would I do next time? Yeah, you know, learn from them, from the the, the the It's all learning, isn't it? Yeah,
0: definitely. Mm. Yeah, we all we all make mistakes. We all make choices that mm. we look back on and go, oh, that maybe that wasn't the right choice. And we do that as adults yes, too, constantly. So it's okay. It's okay if you have done that, or if you've had a sexual experience that. You're now thinking about thinking, oh, no, that was really mm. not good. Mm. That's okay. Like, that's yeah. in the past. And it's like you can learn from that. Yes. Learn learn what you do want, what you don't want. Mm. And um, that's yeah. part of life. It's yeah. just constantly learning from mm. stuff that happens to us yeah. or st- choices that we make mm. that weren't perhaps the best in the moment. Yeah and yeah. and actually
1: everyone everyone feels the same i want to say that to mm. most people including adults are, are still a bit nervous around sex or yeah. like because it's intimate it's mm. not just around two bodies coming together. You're you're meeting another person mm. deeply in your nakedness and not just mm. physical nakedness, but they're seeing your heart and mm. they're seeing you fully. So it actually can be scary to be that intimate. And, and I, I suppose I'd love to just share that everyone feels the same on some level, yeah. even as adults, don't we? We mm-hmm. all still feel nervous around intimacy and I still get a bit nervous. You yeah. Know? And so if you, if as a teen, if you're listening to this, just to be aware that whatever you feel is shared amongst most of your peers, even if they're not sh- talking about it. Yeah, that's true. You know, everyone feels the same. And when mm-hmm. I realized that when I started working with clients and doing sessions, my gosh, everyone has the same fears. Mm. It really relaxed something in me that I'm not alone in my own experience.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Mm. And remembering that it's not, it's not always going to be easy and it may feel a bit awkward and it may be just not feel good it may yeah. feel just weird and that's that's okay that's all part of it it's a big learning experience and mm. the only way that we learn is to, to from experiencing it yeah. so even as adults now I'm sure you'd agree like yeah. we're still learning yeah. like every day I'm learning about something new about sex or something about myself that um. gets in the way of me having great sex. Yeah, absolutely. So it's an ongoing life yeah. thing. It's not like you start having sex and suddenly it's yes. picture perfect and it's yeah. just the best experience. Yeah. Which brings us to virginity. We spoke about this, mm. about
1: when we lost our virginity, mm. how it was pretty – it wasn't the best experience, actually, even yeah. though it, I I know it was the right person. It was my boyfriend at the time and, yeah. and I, I planned it almost. Mm. I knew that, okay, we'd – fooled around and one morning I decided that you know we both was like this is the morning Mm. and it was over very quickly and um Mm. I felt a bit empty at the end and a bit like oh Mm. that was it so yeah i would waited all these years Mm. and that to that point and um and so I suppose I think you had a similar experience yes didn't you
0: yeah I was 18 I waited till I um I waited till I loved someone that was my Mm. thing and he was my first love and yeah, we chose. I was like, okay, today's the day, and um, it it was just yeah, over very quickly, and I was I remember feeling like, oh, like that. All right, it's done. That's it. That was it. And so I guess what <laughs> what's the point? Which the point we're trying to make would yeah. be that it may not be this beautiful, amazing, mm-hmm. long, you know, pleasurable experience. It may be quick. And it's yeah. going to get better and better yes. and better with age and and yeah. exploration yes. and, um, experience mm-hmm. and so. Yeah, I I expected a medal or a marching band or something. <laughs>
1: I've waited so long. <laughs> Yeah, you know, a bottle of champagne. But um, but actually, yeah, yeah, you're right. It does, it, you know, sex doesn't start off. I mean, if it does for someone, that's amazing. If it starts mm-hmm. off to be incredible. Mm-hmm. But from my experience in life, is it's something to learn. And we learn our body through making love or having sex. We learn about our pleasure. Mm-hmm. We learn about what feels good. We learn about being intimate. And it does grow. It's something that grows like riding a bike. The first mm-hmm. time you get on a bike, you fall off. So yeah. I think it's the same with sex. And, and, and it's something that doesn't in, in continue to develop mm. and you get more enjoyment as you learn. Yeah. I think you have to really learn. Yeah. In a way, learn.
0: Yeah. To be sexual
1: to have sex. It's not... Definitely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's just like anything. If you keep mm. learning and growing and educating yourself, then you get better at something and it feels better. Yeah, yeah exactly. So... Um, Let's let's go to self-pleasure and talk about sex with ourselves Mm. rather than choosing to have sex with others because I feel like that's something really important worth mentioning.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Which is that... um, yeah, it's so important, I feel, to connect in with our own bodies. So, p- people call it masturbation. So, mm-hmm. if you're listening, it's mas- masturbation. That's what it would be called at school, probably. That's what lots of people call it. Or, like, Mazzing. Lots of guys are like, oh, Yeah, is it Mazzing? I'm having a Maz. Okay. Yeah, Mazz. I forget all the other ones. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so. Um, tossing off, yeah. you know there's all different names flicking the bean flicking the bean yeah um what else oh yeah there's a few but um masturbation is is beautiful because we're connecting in with ourselves we're connecting in with our bodies we connect can connect in with our hearts and understand ourselves better sexually and it's really normal and natural and um i feel like it's not encouraged enough like Mm. So, um, yeah, mm. do you want to speak to that a bit? Totally.
1: I also want to add that masturbation is not just genital-focused either. So it's mm-hmm. beautiful to explore genitals, but masturbation is exploring your whole body and pleasure as well. So mm-hmm. feeling the pleasure in your breasts and your fingertips and and um, so it doesn't have to be limited to just genital focus. Mm-hmm. But when we self-pleasure or masturbate, we're creating a relationship with ourselves mm-hmm. and we're learning that, that, that what, we, what we spoke about earlier is that when you first lose your virginity you're learning about sexuality well, we can start to do that with ourselves now, mm. we can start to have a relationship with our body and self pleasure and masturbation gives you a doorway into what feels good and what doesn't in the body, so yes. you can start to like our body's like an instrument mm. so we can start to learn how, to, how it feels our instrument works and what feels really beautiful and um, yeah, I think it's a really great way to build confidence and self esteem as well So when you're able to feel pleasure inside yourself and not reliant on anyone outside, Mm. it's
0: actually a very powerful thing, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. And then when you are enjoying sex with somebody else, you can show them and tell them what feels good. So if you know what feels good because you've been touching yourself in a certain way, then you can say, oh, this is how I like to be touched. And you can teach your the person you're with what mm. feels right because remember that um when you're having sex with someone mm. they don't know what feels good for you mm. they're just guessing mm. and um, all of our bodies are so unique in mm. how we experience pleasure mm. and so um if you understand your body it definitely i feel is um uh has a great impact on our sex life and we can enjoy sex more if we mm. enjoy sex with ourselves first mm. beautiful
1: and i'd love to add also that you know and this is maybe particularly for young men or boys who are listening is that one beautiful practice in self-pleasure or masturbation is to link the heart and the sex. So as we spoke about linking the body and the heart as an intuitive guide to whether something feels good or not Mm. is bringing your awareness also to the heart, Mm. you know, so to Mm. actually bring, bring that love inside you. So feel good in yourself and to connect to that sense of safety in your body. Mm. So not just make it gentle focus, but actively bring it into the heart. So you could even have one hand on your heart as you're, touching your lingam or cock, you know, to, yeah. to link those two poles. And the same with women, girls or young women mm. is linking that the heart and the sex, a beautiful practice to cultivate that sense of self-worth and love, mm. which you then can take into engaging with others. Yes. You know, it's fine-tuning that awareness. Mm. Mm. Yeah, great point. I also feel like to add, we spoke about this earlier, connected to this too is that, you know, the idea that, your arousal and your desires is your own Mm. so this is a big conversation we could have around sometimes i know when i was a teenager and i was um you know mostly into boys at the time Mm. but when a boy i was liking or maybe fooling around with was aroused and he had an erection Mm. i would often feel that then i'm responsible or i have to meet his arousal You know, and, Mm -hmm. and, and I had to do something with him then. Yes. And so it's recognizing that his erection is his own erection. It's his own arousal. Mm -hmm. It might've been sparked or, you know, he might've been turned on by me, but I'm not responsible for doing anything. Yeah or meeting is arousal, you know, and the same thing when I'm feeling aroused and I might like someone, they're not responsible to meet me there. Mm -hmm. I have to be responsible for my own arousal, Yes, you know, and communicate my arousal, but not expect them to meet my arousal. Just because I'm turned on doesn't mean they have to do something. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm. Yeah. So a good example of this would be um, when you're um, lying next to a man and he has an erection, so Mm -hmm. his penis is hard. It doesn't mean that you have to touch his penis. It doesn't mean that you have to do anything. It means that you can just simply lay there and chat to him. Yeah. That there's no... There doesn't... Yeah, you don't have to do anything with that. Exactly. The same as when, yeah, you're feeling turned on. No yes. one has to, to do anything. Yes. It's just yeah exactly yeah
1: and also i just want to add to because sometimes young men and boys feel pressure because they they might be aroused or erect mm-hmm. and then there's an expectation that then they want to make love or have sex with someone yes and that's not always the case either so sometimes erections don't come from arousal that's connected to someone else. Erections yes. can come young boys and young men have erections often first thing in the morning mm. and and the erection comes from their life energy, you know, waking up alive and full. Yes. And so I think it's important that yeah, like we all recognize that erection doesn't mean someone necessarily wants to have sex with you. Yeah. And yeah. and for, and for, to give permission to young men and boys that they don't have to have sex even if they've got an erection.
0: Yeah.
1: And actually, that does not that doesn't mean it, it doesn't mean anything. Mm. It, it could just be that their body is, uh, you know, is is standing tall. Yes. You know, it doesn't have to be sexual. Yes. So I think that's a big myth. Yeah. Around erections and also with girls and young women wetness. Mm. So I can get wet when I'm not aroused sexually.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It
1: doesn't mean that I need to have sex or act on that.
0: So by wet let's explain that because there may yeah. be some people um listening who are like, What what like so that is when our vagina as a woman it um there's like glands in our vulva that secrete like a um wet yeah fluid and that's just often that happens when we feel turned on. Yeah. Some for some people it doesn't happen as much as others, so yes. every woman's different. Is there anything you want to yes. add to that? So that right. can be that feeling when you're feeling that fuzzy, warm feeling and you're feeling like, Oh, I feel like, um, sexual energy in my body. You may notice that you're, um, feeling wetter yes. in your vulva yes. and vagina. Exactly. And
1: often that, if it, that comes in place sexually to lubricate, mm-hmm. so we can have a finger or a cock enter us, but mm-hmm. yeah, it, it is a sense that there's a wetness between the vulva lips mm-hmm which can come with arousal mm-hmm. but also it may not necessarily come with arousal yep. too so that's the the, the, the piece to, to to share is that it doesn't mean anything mm. you don't have, it doesn't mean you have to engage sexually yes and yeah. and that's the whole piece that we're sharing with the listeners today is that don't just listen to the body, listen to the heart. So mm. you'll live. That's the guide, isn't mm. it? So yes, yes, my body might be erect, but is do I feel love here? Am I feeling safe? Does this feel true
0: mm. to engage
1: sexually or, or is it not? So yeah. make sure they're both there.
0: Yeah. Beautiful. Mm. Let's talk a little bit. Let's talk about boundaries mm-hmm. and, um, conversations that we can have with a potential, um, lover, Somebody we want to have sex with before we have sex or Mm -hmm. even during. So um, boundaries are verbal um, things. that. So say you're having sex with someone or you want to have sex. You can say an example would be, I'd really love to explore sex with you. However, I don't want to have your penis inside me. That's my boundary. So we can kiss. You can touch my breasts but I don't want you to touch my pussy yes that's a boundary yes um yeah and that's really okay to set boundaries and um important to check in with each other around yes what what feels right and yes. boundaries may change you yes. may get halfway through and then be like oh I actually feel like I do want you to touch me yes. on my breasts now yes or not yes um, yeah,
1: boundaries are. I, I love that that example. Boundaries are. They said set, they're setting up a framework for yourself that recognizes that you're not just an open book. You know, you're not just fully available for anyone or anything to do whatever they want with you. That you have certain things that you that feel good and that don't or you know, it's being really attuned to, um, what feels true and good in your body. Mm. And so another boundary could be that I would love to make out with you and patch but I don't, I want to keep our clothes on. Yes. You know? So it's like, it's, and, and, um, and being okay with having that boundary, like, yes. it's like like knowing that if that feels true for you, then actually voicing it and being okay that that other person might have a different boundary. They might want mm. fully to be naked and to fully maybe have penetrative sex. And that may not be, that may not be true for you. Mm. So yeah, a boundary is what is true for you. Mm. And I like how you said in each moment it can change. Mm -hmm. But I also want to highlight that when young people drink alcohol or take drugs, Mm. that will change and affect their boundaries. Yes. When we drink alcohol, I know that when I drink alcohol, Suddenly, the things that were more I'd have boundaries around they, they relax a lot more. Yes. So, it's important that young people before you go going to a party or you're going to a social gathering where there could be engagements and sexual connection mm. is to have a sense before as in what feels comfortable already in my body, mm. what don't I want to do, yeah. and know that before you go and kind of keep that in your mind if you can. Mm. So, you, you, you've remembered that, you know, or have that formulated a little
0: bit. Definitely. I mean, ultimately, I would encourage young people to steer clear of having first sexual experiences or or like sexual experiences when you're drinking lots of alcohol or taking drugs because that's when we can make choices that we then regret or we get ourselves into situations that don't feel right. So it's a huge topic, though, that one. But good to mention that it's good before you go to the party, think about what... What is it that I'm going to feel comfortable with and not? Because yes. I find that if you set that intention for the party or, yep. or wherever, whatever you're going to, before you start having the substance, yes. it actually implants into our yes. consciousness. And then we, whereas if we set the intention of anything goes, yes. it's like our... our
1: yeah, yeah, and that could even be extended to different people. So yeah. it could be like I have a boundary that I'm not. I don't want to be sexual with Todd at all, even though he wants to be sexual with me all the time. Mm-hmm. But I'm, you know, Veronica. I'm open to. So yes. it's like being clear also around people what feel who feels good and who doesn't, and where your boundaries are with that. Mm. And also, I would recommend like sometimes it's okay to have over more boundaries than normal
0: to yes. start with.
1: So you have a sense of feeling safe. Yeah. in yourself, mm-hmm. and then you can adjust them. If it feels good to do that. So maybe some more examples of a boundary. So if, if what could be a boundary for you or, you know, another example, what could we use?
0: Um, I'd love to just kiss you tonight. Yeah. I don't want any, I don't want to take my clothes off. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. my boundary. Yeah. Or um, I'm, I'd love you to go down on me, but um, I don't want to have penetrative sex. Yes. Um, or please don't touch my breasts because they feel tender because I have my period at the moment and I don't want them touched yep. their boundaries. Yeah. And the, other, the flip side of boundaries is that if you're on the receiving end of someone saying, I don't want you to touch me here, you need to respect that they've requested that and not pressure them or feel like, oh, but now she seems more open, so I'm going to touch her there. There really needs to be respect for that other person and you need to check in with them. If you're feeling desire, for example, your girlfriend said, "Um, I don't want to take my undies off tonight. I just want to kiss and cuddle. And then you feel like, oh, but she's kind of getting a bit Mm. excited and now I feel like she wants me to take them off. Mm. Don't assume, ask her. Yes. And really check in with her heart and your heart. Yes.
1: Mm. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it's important to listen and respect the boundaries of others. That's really important. Yeah, that's and that's how you can love someone. Yes, It's by really hearing them and respecting it. And and one thing could be you could repeat the boundary back to them even. Mm. You know, so what I'm hearing a good practice is, um, and one boundary could be I'd love you to touch my lingam or my cock, but I don't mm. want to put it in your body, you know, yes. a, a, like, a, and so you could even say, I hear in you. So you're, mm. you're happy with this, but not with that. So it's, mm. it's, and then you feel validated and heard. Mm. And I know that when someone really responds to my boundary with, with ex- acceptance, I feel mm. really loved.
0: Yeah. I feel yeah, really too. loved actually. Yeah. Mm. And it's okay to not want sex. That's mm. something I just yes it's okay if you're listening thinking oh this feels all too much or i don't even want to have sex i don't i've been with my boyfriend for two years and i still don't want to have sex that's okay it's okay if you don't want to have sex you'll know when you want to have sex um so just because your girlfriends or or guy friends are out there having sex it doesn't mean that you need to yes um so there's nothing wrong with you you're completely it's completely normal to not want Want to have sex too? It's fine. Yeah. Adults are the same. Yeah. Like sometimes Absolutely. I don't want to have sex, and Absolutely. that's okay. So yeah, just mm. and to extending that. to the boundaries,
1: we can we can bring in SDIs as well, mm. and so our boundaries around safe sex practices. Yeah, you know what? So yeah. and feeling into that, what are your boundaries before you go to a party around mm. if you are may potentially going to have sex? Yeah, what are your safe sex practices? Knowing that before you go.
0: Yes. And you yeah. even
1: recommended everyone carrying condoms. Yeah, everyone. even girls. Yes.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah.
0: I feel like in in um, in Australia or in, in our culture, boys are expected to carry condoms or men. And um, I feel like everyone should carry condoms because if we as women don't carry condoms, then we may find ourselves in a situation where the guy doesn't have a condom, we don't have a condom, and then what to do? We either don't have sex or we have unprotected sex, and then run the risk of getting an STI. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just be prepared. Yeah. Buying condoms and having them in your bag doesn't mean you're going to have sex. It doesn't. It just means that you're looking after your health, yeah. and our health yes. is really important. And it's a way of respecting mm-hmm. ourselves and respecting the people that we're with, yeah. and um, just as important as you know looking after our heart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, it's a good yeah. point. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about, um, communication.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We've covered it with boundaries. So mm. the communication is, um, covers a lot of, is an umbrella for a lot of things, but mm. we've spoken about it with voicing what our boundaries are, mm-hmm. voicing our desires, mm-hmm. um, Communication is really important, being able to clearly talk about sex and ask for what we want and talk about our fears. Yeah, we're not taught that. We're not really taught it in school, but it's like a building block of great sex, basically. Have you got anything to say to communication for young people? Mm. I think that um, be brave if you can, Mm.
1: because the more we're able to articulate what's true for us the safer we're going to feel and also then it gives other people permission to respond to us if we're being authentic in our communication so I think that it's really important it's really difficult Mm -hmm. because it's not spoken about I mean even in adult society sex Mm -hmm. is not spoken about so you can imagine I remember being a teen it's like no one talks about it Mm -hmm. but to be brave enough to have those conversations and to really clearly state you know and be vulnerable in what you feel what you want to experience what doesn't feel good like it gives it, it you help educate others around you to respond to you authentically and respect you actually yeah. so there's the, it's what what's unspoken can also hurt us sometimes what yeah. we don't speak mm. can also create problems because the other person doesn't know what's going on for us so mm. it's being brave to yeah really voice Mm. Whatever, and so sometimes voicing your fears is a good one. Yeah, like I think that's really beautiful to be able to say, look, I'm nervous, just yeah. to be vulnerable, or I feel so excited, or I'm, yeah, I'm not sure. You know, I feel unclear or I feel worried. And to be able to communicate our feelings to each other Mm -hmm. creates intimacy and safety. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I agree.
0: And also being able to communicate with others who we're not having sex with. So perhaps our friends or our parents, or if you don't feel comfortable talking to your parents, finding someone who you do feel comfortable Mm -hmm. with. Um, that can really help us, especially if we feel fearful or scared or nervous, or it's, it's good to just talk it out with somebody. Yes. Um, and, and that can help us feel more relaxed. And so, yes. yeah, Absolutely. finding people to chat about sex with yes. is really, yeah, really cool. Maybe hard to find because it's mm-hmm. still such a taboo topic in, mm-hmm. in our culture, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But, um. If you're listening to this, obviously you're open mm. to learning more. So as a young person listening, you're already 10 steps ahead of everybody else because mm. you're open to learning and that's mm. that's amazing and mm. you need to really be proud of yourself if you're listening mm. to this and mm. wanting to learn. Yeah. Mm. 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 Let's talk about... Um, bleeding Mm -hmm. and when girls have their period Mm -hmm. should they have sex shouldn't they have sex Mm -hmm. this is you know something that's talked about in high schools I think a bit like oh I've got my period or she's got her period or she had her period yeah Mm. um you can you can talk about this Mm. one yeah yeah I, I think that each each um
1: personal female body being um has their own experience around that and their own truth so Um, For me, I would say that if it feels good in your body to be intimate and sexual when you're bleeding, I think it's wonderful. Mm. You know, I think every girl or person is um, going to be different. Mm. But actually my experience has been that there are certain times when I'm bleeding where I love having sex when Mm. I'm bleeding. I really enjoy it. And, I mean, I personally see bleeding as a beautiful, sacred rite. Yes. You know, when the blood, which is the womb lining, is a potent beautiful elixir that comes from the body. Yeah. So if you can see it, your blood as being something really beautiful mm-hmm. and powerful, then what a beautiful time to share sexuality or intimacy when you're bleeding. Yeah, you know,
0: definitely. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. I, I think, um, some people love it and some people don't, and it's okay yeah. if you don't too, yes. but it is, it's a beautiful, natural part of life. And bleeding is, it happens every month for, for most women and oh, most yeah. girls who are bleeding and um for the guys listening it's not it's not a dirty or yucky thing it's like yeah. it can be a beautiful thing to connect with a woman when she's bleeding yeah. that's when she's yeah. most powerful and intuitive yeah. and um so yeah i yeah, just put a towel down like it's messy
1: yeah. but it's also beautiful it's lovely to be so connected to the blood and mm-hmm. yeah i just put some towels down mm-hmm. and you know like have some wash like some you know um tissues and have a shower after it's mm. beautiful i really enjoy it so mm. certainly it's it's something that if you feel your body feels a yes i'd i would say go for that
0: yeah 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 just feel into what's right for you yeah mm. so
1: i'd love also then to talk about the the equivalent which is a you know a man or a, a male body's seed so they're semen mm. you know like yeah. that's another beautiful sacred elixir that comes from the body that's not often talked about and I know a lot of when I was a teenager and a lot of um, the boys I engage with would would be a bit of ashamed of their, their, their semen, mm-hmm. you know, and would be something that would be kind of, you know, wiped up and put in the bin straight away. So mm-hmm. I, I'd like to bring awareness to actually that's also a beautiful, potent seed of life inside a male body yeah. that brings life force into the world. And so for me, I think it's um, a beautiful practice to honor semen yeah As something beautiful actually yeah definitely yeah
0: i agree yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so it's not something yeah like you said it doesn't have to just be wiped away like that semen has the potential to bring life into the world so it's really beautiful and amazing and special and um it doesn't mean that you're you know necessarily bottling it up and like but but just to not feel grossed out by it yes. which i think a lot of people can be like yes. oh no quick clean yes, up it's, it's messy
1: or mm. but yeah it's actually very beautiful and mm. and yeah i i've really enjoyed my journey of deepening my connection to semen and as something that's something that i really can bow to and respect deeply i think it's beautiful so mm. yeah
0: let's talk about same sex mm sex. Mm -hmm. Um, Both you and I have have been with women and with men so we can speak to that. Um, I think it's like missed a lot in sex education that Mm -hmm. it's assumed that young people are having sex with the opposite gender to them. And so um, what I want to speak to is that it's really normal and natural to be attracted to people, other women if you're a woman or a young girl or other boys if you're a boy. And it, it doesn't mean you're gay, it doesn't mean you're a lesbian, it doesn't mean, doesn't have to mean anything. It can just mean that there's something in that person that you feel attracted to. Mm. It doesn't even need to be acted on. Mm. It doesn't mean like, oh, I get a hard on when I'm, or an erection when I'm around my mate. Mm. Now I have to have sex with him mm. and I'm gay. That's not mm. the case. Mm. It's really normal. Yeah, natural, totally. Just to feel attracted, and it's also normal, and natural if you do just feel attracted to yeah. someone of the same sex. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And I I know that um. I've had some beautiful connections
1: even in my teens with girls. I don't know mm. if you did too. Me too, but I really yeah. enjoyed it. Um, More than men. Same, actually. Yeah. Same for me too, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And some of them were sexual some of them weren't. Mm. So it yeah. was really dependent. But um, as you're saying, sometimes I'd feel arousal or feel something towards another girl mm. and it didn't mean anything necessarily. But mm. I just noticed that that was there. Yeah. You know? Often it would pass. Yeah. It might, might not last, but yeah.
0: I actually feel for, women, for the young women listening that exploring with a friend or your best friend is a beautiful way to explore sex i'm not saying go everyone has to go do it but if if that happens it's like you can feel really safe because they're your friend and you feel like there's love and respect and Mm. so it could it can be a beautiful way to explore yeah yeah absolutely
1: we with my girlfriends we started with touch yeah Uh, like we'd massage each other and you know like it so we we started with that kind of intimacy through the body which was so beautiful Mm. to share that yeah
0: yeah yeah Yeah. cool um let's talk about porn Mm -hmm. yeah i just want to briefly touch on this um so porn is um very highly accessible now with with Our phones and laptops and iPads and all that so lots of young people do watch porn um I guess what I want the message I want to get out there is that porn is remember if you're listening and you've seen it or heard about it it is actors and they've been it's like a movie so it's like that movie you watched on Netflix last night it's the same with porn it's actors who are being paid to act sex yes The penis may be in the vagina or the mouth or the anus whatever um but it doesn't necessarily mean and often there's no doesn't mean that there's any love or intimacy there and so the difference between porn sex and real sex is that well like real life sex is that um porn is just a big act Mm -hmm. and um the orgasms are often not real Um, there's no communication. It can be quite violent. Um, there's, yeah, there's no cuddling afterwards, nothing. It's, yeah. it's um, very mechanical. Yeah. So for those listening who are watching porn, um, that's okay. It's okay. But notice how does it feel to watch that and how does it feel afterwards? Yeah. And know that when you are making love or having sex at some point in the near future or in the future that you want there to ultimately be like a deep heart connection, lots of respect and communication with the person that you're with and um, see them as another human being who just wants to feel love and wants to feel connected. Yeah. What's what would you like to say? Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's a great way to put it.
1: I um I'll add to that is that porn is a formula. So every time I watch porn, you know what's coming. You know, they meet, the couple meet each other. They do oral sex. They go to penetrator sex very quickly. Yes. There's ejaculation, orgasm, and it's over. Yeah. And actually that's not sex. Mm-hmm. So, and that takes us into other realms of sex, which sex can be messy. Mm-hmm. It can be fumbling. There can be tears, laughter. Mm-hmm. You know, you might start having sex and then stop. Like it's not a formula mm-hmm. that's working its way towards orgasm. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I've had many, many experiences of, of sex I don't have orgasms like yeah I, I, that's very common it's mm. not let's talk about orgasms yeah too. yeah yeah so, mm. so I think that the p- pornography sets up an idea of what sex is which isn't the reality mm. and actually it can kind of it can kind of taint us a little bit to think oh that's what sex looks like mm-hmm. and then we're, we're focused on the goal of sex yes so that brings us to orgasm so pornography does uh, highlight orgasm being the end
0: yes and that's not the truth no, and a lot of um orgasms in porn are fake yes. orgasms. So they're yes. just especially with the women, women who are just making sounds, um, pretending yep. that they're enjoying it and they're not, and yes. that's not what sex is. Yes. Yep. So, um so what would you define an orgasm as? Big mm. <laughs> question. Mm, it is. But it, I mean
1: there's so in Tantra, which is where we both sort of studied mm. that path a little bit, they would define orgasm as being are many many different things not mm-hmm. just a physical contraction in the vagina mm-hmm. or a ejaculation of the penis mm-hmm. but actually energy moving through the body or states of joy and laughter and delight or orgasm can be many different experiences in the body mm-hmm. of um like a peak or a, um it, things come to an intensity you know in inside the body yeah and so that doesn't have to look like or feel like anything in particular yeah you know yeah. yeah and that's it's very misconstrued that idea that orgasm is when the vagina contracts or when the lingam or the cock ejaculates yeah it's way more than that yeah it is yeah
0: it is and we have um, I mean, what I was taught which really changed my way of thinking about orgasm was that we have Sexual energy and orgasmic energy is really the same thing. And it's moving through our body and it's present in all of us. Even if you're listening and not feeling it right now, mm-hmm. there's still sexual energy there. So orgasmic energy can begin even before we engage. It could be yeah. begin when you're walking home from school, thinking yeah. about that the crush you have. Yes. And you feel like the tingling. Yes. That's orgasmic energy, yes. like bubbling under the surface. Yes. So that, that's yeah or gas. it doesn't have to be like this big big explosion, explosion. and yeah. lots of people don't Yes. Um, experience orgasm yes. or don't experience it every time like i don't yeah, i'm I don't very happy
1: not to i don't either um, yeah but that energy you talked about i experience all the time yes. so that's what the the difference in in, in being orgasmic
0: mm-hmm. or an
1: orgasm in mm-hmm. a way isn't it so yes. and so porn focuses towards an orgasm which is one experience like a peak experience where orgasmic is which mm-hmm. we everyone is mm-hmm. is that delightful the sensations in the body that you feel there that's Mm -hmm. orgasmic energy. Yeah. And so if we're focusing on that as a whole body rather than just the one trajectory of orgasm, mm. then you're every person's orgasmic. Yeah. Aren't they? And yes. every time you engage with someone and you might kiss someone and you're feeling a flush of heat in the body, mm. there's a very orgasmic that's the that the energy we're talking about. Yes. So so for some people out there who think that I'm not orgasmic or I don't have orgasms, mm. actually you do. Yeah. You do. Yes. We're just reframing what that looks like. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of distortion around orgasms. And that yeah. makes... It, I know when I was a teen, I used to feel like I'm just not orgasmic.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm not orgasmic. I, I, I don't have orgasms. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and the, I, back to self-pleasure or masturbation, that's where you can explore this, this mm-hmm. energy in your body. If you explore it by yourself, then you get to know, oh, like that's what it feels like. Yeah. Or that's what doesn't feel good. And, and you get to experience orgasm. And yeah, it's yes. a good way of... Exploring before you have sex with somebody. Exactly. And Mm. I think
1: a big important point to note is that. I think that the, the, the difficulty teens feel, and I had this as a teenager, is that the expectation that it's meant to feel a certain way or look a certain way, mm-hmm. and if we can let that go and let just whatever is real, what arises between two people just arise, mm-hmm. then we can relax into the experience. But it's when we think, oh, well, I don't, I'm not sounding like that woman yeah. in the porn or I'm not, I didn't have a you know, big orgasm in my body. Like, those things get in the way of actually letting sex be beautiful yes. and genuine and authentic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If your mates are coming to school saying, Oh, this is what happened and I did this and did that, if you're not having those experiences, that's that's okay because we don't all have the same experience. Yes. It's very unique
1: every single time. Every time. So let, let's say that actually sex every time is going to be different yeah. and feel different.
0: Yes. Every time. Yeah. 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 And it's not it's not always um, beautiful and amazing. Sometimes no. we can feel really sad. Sometimes yeah. we can feel anger we may feel like crying we may cry we may yeah. want to stop yes. it's okay to stop yes. it's okay you don't back to um, consent if you say yes and then 2 seconds later you want to stop that's okay yes. or if 10 minutes later into it just when things are heating up you want to stop that's okay too just because you say yes doesn't mean you can't turn around at any point and say no i want to stop Mm -hmm. and for those on the receiving end of a no um it's important that you respect that no and just cuddle and yeah give give each other love in that way yeah
1: yeah and i'd like to also just add to the conversation around um you know crying or feeling angry that sex brings up emotions because mm. we're we're being intimate with someone else and i know that you know in my own life intimacy and personal relating so with, whether it be with the- boyfriend or just a friend it, it's it brings up all our deep parts of us mm. so sex does that it, yeah. it does bring up the deep emotions of joy and sadness or grief or our insecurities or our fears and mm. that's normal mm. it's normal to feel during sex emotions yes and it's very normal after sex to feel emotions yes and so the only thing is just to be able to lovingly accept that can we accept that this is I'm feeling this emotion and can I be okay with this right now mm. can I share it is that well be able to share it with somebody yeah you know I think that's very normal not to it's not just and it, and that's what's missing in pornography yes. the human side of sex yeah which is sometimes I cry
0: yeah I, I ball yeah
1: or I can be angry yeah yeah yeah
0: definitely all the time yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah and that's so normal mm.
0: yeah and it's normal
1: for them to change do you know? Just as we go through puberty and we're going into where our, you know, hormones are coming online, we, we can go through fluctuations of emotions constantly, mm-hmm. and that happens during sex as well. It can happen, and that's so normal as well. It is, To feel yeah. different things, many different things constantly.
0: Especially for the young women who are listening, who are bleeding, like all mm-hmm. throughout your cycle, your moods and hormones are going to change. And yep. so you maybe um, just finished bleeding and you feel really happy and and like free and then a few days later you feel really mm. oh i don't feel like this anymore you'll mm. notice that at different times of the month you will feel differently about sex yes and um yes and that's the same for the guys listening yeah like if you're with a woman um yeah notice that know that her hormones will are changing yeah and and throughout the month and yeah. that um, yeah. that's normal yeah yeah yeah
1: hmm yeah. yeah. Yeah, the last thing maybe I'd love to talk about is maybe some um, some ritual ideas or like how if we're talking to young people who want to, you know, Engage sexually with someone else and, mm-hmm. and, and what are the some of the steps to get there? Yeah. Because this is something that I was never shown and mm-hmm. and or taught or it wasn't spoken about. So I ended up in back seats of cars mm-hmm. fumbling around in the mm-hmm. dark. So yeah. maybe we can share some some simple things that you can do to create intimacy and a doorway to open to maybe some sexual exploration.
0: Yeah. Mm. Well, let's give some really simple things like lighting a candle mm-hmm. is a really nice one and really simple. Yeah. Um, incense yeah. or like burning oils but I was always burning incense when I was a teenager so I'm just yeah. thinking incense is easy yeah, to burn just yeah. to make it smell nice yeah. um, what would you say? You could also have a bath with yeah. somebody so
1: in order to if you're wanting to engage Or have a sexual experience potentially so Mm. of course you can always say no at any point but some ways to get to it are you know having maybe having a bath together Mm -hmm. maybe doing some massage Mm. so having some touch where one yeah. person lies down and you have some oils and you can massage their body and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You can mm-hmm. music, I- music. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Or even just cuddling together, start with mm-hmm. cuddling and you can put some music on and you can be fully clothed, but just some, some of those little steps are great ways to, to, start to open a door to intimacy. Yes. You know, another one is could be sharing your feelings. That's always a deep way to connect with another person, mm-hmm. which could be like, uh, how are you feeling right now? Yeah. I'm feeling nervous or I'm feeling excited or Mm. I'm feeling unsure. And when you share vulnerably your feelings, you give person, that person access to you. Yes. Access to you, the intimate you, and that creates trust and and safety. So that's one way you can start is by being vulnerable and just sharing what's moving inside of your heart. Mm. You know, you could, you could have a meal together and cook or there's just things to any little steps like that to create intimacy.
0: Mm. You know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think that's why it's so important to choose people who you have sex with that you feel safe around and you feel you really like them as a person and you think they're cool and you think they're funny and you think they're fun to be around and you feel respected by them because when you feel all those things, that's when I feel like we can open up more and express what our fears are or say I feel a bit nervous yes. or, and know that they're not going to be like, what? Like, why would you feel that? But it's be like, Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Like, th- thanks for sharing. Yeah. So it's important
1: to feel that the person you're with loves you and, and you feel safe with them. Yes. And see, and heard by them and respected. Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 And the last thing I'd love to add Is also that, you know, that there is the the sex the physical sex. So Mm. of course, you know, lingam like cocks in asses or Mm. cocks in vaginas or vaginas, you know, touching rubbing against vaginas, like there is the physical element of sex, but actually what makes sex, sex is love. Yeah. That's what makes it more like for me deepens the experience. So one thing I would say to teens is that bring your heart into your body. You know, so for if someone's if you if you've got a lingam in your mouth or a cock in your mouth, rather than okay, just lingam and cock is the same, the same thing. thing yes, exactly. Yes. Rather than just focus on that lingam in your mouth. Can you also feel love in that moment for mm. that person and for that cock? Yeah. And and, and really love bring bring love to the experience or Mm. if you're having sex with someone can you actually open your body and and love them and let them into your body through love so Mm -hmm. deepening sex is is when we bring the heart into sex into the body yes and another thing we talked about which i'll also add to that in relation to sex is never have sex with someone else or never if you're giving someone oral sex don't do it for them yes don't don't do it to please them do it for you mm. do it because you love them you love you know it's, it's an experience yep. for you mm. we're not just serving someone else are we no you yeah. don't have to do
0: anything that doesn't feel right yeah to, like if you don't have to have you know put your mouth around a penis if that's not what you want to do like yeah. if it's only if you have a full yes, yes. that you do that yeah um, and it's okay to not want to do things like even as adults i know yes i'm like, always checking in with myself. Like, is this what yes. I want to do right yes. now? And if I don't, then it yeah. doesn't happen. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah cool. Well, thank yeah. you for listening. Thank you. Thank you for chatting with me, Yeah, pleasure, pleasure. And um, for those listening, yeah, the young people listening, thank you for listening. And mm-hmm. also just thank you for being open to um, learning more and mm-hmm exploring this area of life and it's just another part of life and Mm. it's cool to learn more and Mm. just like anything. So Mm. if you've really enjoyed this, um, you may want to share it with your friends so that they can learn more, or your boyfriend or girlfriend. Mm. And if you do did enjoy it, there are other episodes on the podcast that you may um want to learn more about if you're sexually active or if you just wanna learn. So um you can find me on Instagram too. Um, my Instagram is Juliet, J-U-L-I-E-T underscore Alan, Allen, a And I post heaps of stuff on there about sex and relationships and just sex stuff. Mm. Um, and then what's your Instagram? My
1: Instagram account is the underscore sex witch.
0: Cool. Awesome. Yeah. What's your website?
1: Um, it's the, the sex witch dot com dot A-U. Yeah. The sex cool. witch. And also if anyone has any questions. Mm. So as we said at the beginning, if there's any further topics that you want to know about or mm. some, once we can discuss other things, please yeah. contact Juliet. Mm. And um, maybe if a lot of people do, we can do a, a frequently asked questions or a QA and a question episode. Definitely. If there's specific things that are coming up for you in your life, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah. Thank you so much. Pleasure. Thanks.